Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's 2022. Seth Coons, Nathan Simcoe, Kyle Hubner. We're here. The Williamsville Wire. It's your home for WHS Sports. And guys, it's been a while since we last recorded. Since our last uh, recording, um, you know, the Williamsville Wire, we've gone out. We've expanded from just a podcast. We are now doing some highlight videos. If you're looking for the highlight videos, you can find that on YouTube on the Williamsville Wire uh, YouTube page, and uh, we have also started doing some live pregame shows before uh, home boys basketball games. If you're looking for those, our next one is going to be on Friday before the boys take on the Port of Blue Jays in what should be a solid Sangamo Conference matchup. We'll get to that one uh, down the line, um, but just a couple more announcements. We are planning to release a, a new website. Hopefully that is all up and edited by the end of the week. We have a new RSS feed, so we will be able to uh, post our episodes on more platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It will be able to be found on the uh, Williamsville Wire website as well. But guys, how do we feel to be back here in the Coons family office recording? You know, I think it's uh, good to be back, and I hope everyone had a good Christmas. And we haven't seen anyone since the holiday tournament, really, so... At least I, from me, I haven't really done anything till since then, and we have a lot to talk about. So, um, you know, it's good to be back so we can cover a lot of things. we got a lot of making up to do. Kyle, how does it feel to be back? It's, it's good to be back. It was a good break, and now it's better to be back. You know, we took that little break uh, doing a couple of side shows. We did do some live stuff from the holiday tournament but you know it just feels good to be back in the room uh recording with you guys but before we get into it uh i gotta tell a story about something that happened over the weekend that uh almost permanently cut off the williamsville wire i took a trip to bloomington with the whs boys basketball team and Kyle and Nathan have not yet heard this story, so it's, oh, it's going to be I, nice. I have heard this, actually. It's, it's going to be this. nice to hear what they have I to have say, not. but me, Caden Ratliff, Jacob Finley, Sam McCoy, we were all rooming in a room, and we decided that we wanted to head down to the hotel pool and swim, so Caden and Jacob left, and me and Sam uh, left the room second, and Sam didn't have a key, and I didn't have a key. Uh, we neglected to think about the other two people in our room that might have had a key, and we felt pretty safe, you know. Most of the basketball team was on the fourth floor. We figured we had the entire floor. What kind of hotel was it? This was a uh, Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn, okay. It was a great Holiday Inn. And uh, me and Sam, we decided that it would be safe to leave the door to our hotel room unlocked. So maybe what you were thinking is well seth what could you have had in your hotel room in the hotel room i had a thousand dollar camera i had one of our microphones that we record the podcast on some other wireless bluetooth microphones and then i had uh, my macbook in there as well so me and sam we go swimming we come back up to the room and the other two guys came up before me so i look around and my macbook's gone i'm like okay uh this is not a funny joke, so I start tearing through the room. I mean, I'm ripping mattresses up. I'm pulling out little box springs, seeing if somebody maybe moved it, uh, checking all the pillows, checking every single drawer in the room. It was not there. But I didn't think it was stolen because, you know, all the other stuff that I'd taken in there was, was, still, uh, there. was still there. So uh, finally, I'm like, this is crazy. 
I'm I'm got a tracker on it. I can ping it and it's going to start blaring this loud noise. I'm not sure if any of you guys have ever tried to ping yeah. an Apple product, but it it just blares. Uh, it's it's a loud annoying ping. So I look and uh it says connected 1 minute ago Bloomington, Illinois. So I still think it's in the hotel, so I start pinging it. And uh I'm not hearing anything in any of the rooms, so I click directions because it's opted to give me directions to wherever this is. It's at a McDonald's a mile away. <laughs> so over the course of me and Sam, Caden and Jacob swimming, uh, somebody came into our room, swiped the MacBook, and then left. So I'm like, okay. I go to put on my coat, check my pocket. $60 is gone from my uh, coat pocket. Sam later told me that $55 was gone from his wallet. So this guy found one heck of a room to go into at this holiday. I'm, honestly, I really got to say, I'm surprised he didn't take more. I, I'm surprised he didn't take more either. None of the other guy's stuff was touched. Uh, yeah, but very I, Coach Beard has, before I went down to the lobby, uh, Coach Beard had heard about the situation. They'd Asked everybody on the basketball team. Obviously, no one on the basketball team had it. But I walk down and I go, Coach Beard, we, we have a location on it. So me and Coach Beard, we hop in a car and we drive down to the McDonald's. And we walk in and Coach Beard goes, you need to go make sure that that's your MacBook because I don't want to confront this guy unless it is. And I walk by and I see a bunch of folders lining like the side of the MacBook. Um, all these files that are titled Williamsville versus Q&D, Williamsville versus Peoria Central, all these games that uh, we've done, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's the MacBook. That's the one. So we walk up to the manager because we've got no idea what this guy is going to do. What's about to happen. He was was walking around a holiday and taking stuff out of a room. So we let the manager know what's about to happen, and we walk up to the guy, and and Coach Beard goes, hey, uh, that's his MacBook. And the guy looks up. From the MacBook, uh, looks us in the eye and goes, "Yep, it is." And you know, I wasn't expecting that response. Obviously, I was expecting to have to like start pinging it, or like a deny, or yeah, something, or, something, or just yeah. just a deny. And uh, the next thing that he said to me was, "I found it sitting outside. I was I was keeping it safe, hoping that you guys would uh come get it." So uh, I get the MacBook back. He also uh, took the adapter that I upload all the video with, so I get that back too. We we did not talk about the other hundred fifteen dollars that was gone. Uh, we we just we just got the MacBook and left. Uh, but you know, it it was a wild time in Bloomington, so uh, we're we're happy to have the MacBook back. Happy to be. Posted. I think we have some uh, like some quick themes you know i think that maybe you know maybe we shouldn't leave our doors unlocked in the bloomington maybe. illinois how did how did he get logged in i have no idea i think sometimes when you shut a macbook it yeah, doesn't like it doesn't, log yeah, you out like a chromebook or anything like so that. you know he, he was just able to kind of open it and keep going uh honestly i mean maybe the guy was just telling the truth maybe he's just keeping maybe maybe safe. it was did he get arrested no, we he, didn't call the police because we like. Honestly, if you can do it without doing that, yeah, it, it just. Like, I mean, I realize a hundred. I mean, he did. The guy actually got one hundred fifty dollars, but like you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we we didn't want to cause like a scene. Get get the police. You get the MacBook, which 
if he wasn't going to give it to you, then yeah. Yeah, yeah do what then the police would have been called. But, you know. Coach Beard with the big save. Coach Beard did get the clutch big save. Yeah, so Coach Beard, you know, heck of a guy. And uh, I, that just shows his legacy here at I was I was told that story, but I was, one, told that the cops were called. So the rumors who was told was never told like the full story about how yeah, he saw I, I think that said to someone you. told me that the cops were called and I don't know I don't, I don't know maybe that rumor just got yeah but the, the cops were not called but uh the next morning after I'd torn apart the room looking for this MacBook coach beard walks into the room and goes man your guys's room is a mess and I I was half asleep but I thought you should have seen it at the height. I mean, there was not a mattress left on the bed. Like, yeah. I mean, the place was to torn be f- apart. Seth. Why, why would why would it be under a mattress? I mean, what? what, what I don't know. I thought do? I thought maybe someone came in. You know, there. there was okay, a, so you so you did know that someone would have like they you know obviously knew that someone took it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I think we're gonna have to move so, on. Someone that. took it. You know that it, it's a great story to tell. It's only a great story because I got the MacBook back. Yeah, it would be a horrible story. We wouldn't even be mentioning it. But well, we wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, you we, are right. You're right. Actually, <laughs> actually, that the whole uh, thing. Actually, if Seth would have been a little bit smarter and you know closed the door okay. of his hotel room, and we actually there was a big possibility that we would not be able to be sitting here right so, now. So you know, moral of the story. Lock the doors at the hotel. Yeah. All right. Curls that's basketball. What, that's what the locks are for. That is indeed the I think it actually has an actual automatic locking mechanism as it, you just it close does. the door. It yeah. does. We, we just had to shut the door. That was a bad <laughs> little moment. But, uh, you know, we, we live and we learn. Uh, but now, on to girls basketball, as Nathan Simcoe talked about. Uh, girls basketball, they got a big win in the first round of the county tournament last night over Pawnee. They won 56-16. to Now, Nathan, you see that score. What's your first thought? Uh, domination is pretty much what I'm saying. And just uh, obviously being able to get offense like that is something that they have progressed so much during this season. And uh, this team has come a long way since we saw them just a few months ago. And you know, Nathan, you're correct. This team has come a long way over the course of the season. Um, Out of winter break, you know, they won the Carlinville Holiday Tournament over there. Um, But then, you know, you wondered how the team was going to do after they lost Tylee Barton. Tylee Barton sadly uh, moved to West Virginia. So, you know, they come back first game without Tylee Barton, and they're playing a very good Havana team. Uh, Havana's... Havana was just amazing that night. They ended up beating the Bullets 52 to 25. So kind of a tough loss, kind of a loss that uh you didn't you really didn't want to see uh but I don't want to say it was expected, but they were playing a very good Havana team and I think that night definitely helped them going forward. And now you're kind of seeing this team grow closer together as the season goes on and they're starting to win games. Of course, 56 to 16, that's that's a pretty great game. That means your offense is clicking. That means your defense is clicking. Yeah. And it means it's all just kind of working out. Yeah, especially in tournament. You know, you obviously just want to get as many wins here. And obviously doing it without any, you know, controversy here. They were straight to it. And they just put the hammer down. You know, and when these uh, girls' county uh, tournament seedings come out, they're kind of earlier in the season. 
Williamsville got the uh, two seed in the county tournament. And with any seed, you're kind of sitting there going, well, is that the correct seed for them? I think that last night they did show that, yes, that is the correct seed uh, for the Williamsville Lady Bullets. And on the other note, the Pleasant Plains Cardinals, they were the one seed. They went to overtime against Lutheran, who's the eight seed. So kind of just shows you that this is a wide-open field in the uh, Lady Basketball uh, County Tournament. Yeah. Um, Nathan, I believe that the next game for the Williamsville Bullets is Thursday at 7.30 against yeah. Auburn. Um, and I think you have the matchup, the Williamsville Lady Bullets' last matchup against Auburn pulled up. Um, yeah, well, uh, they beat Auburn last time 52-37. to 37. Um, So obviously they were able to come away with a pretty impressive win. They were at Auburn, worthy of the note, last time. So uh, I believe that this time, do they, do they have them at home this time? Um, or is it at Auburn it's, again? It's in Pawnee. It's all oh, it's, neutral, oh, it's, it's on county. the tournament. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's all down a neutral in Pawnee. Site. Okay. So once again, 7.30 p.m., they're in Pawnee playing Auburn. Kyle, what do you think would be a key for this Lady Bullets basketball team? Well, obviously they need a win because this is, this is a tournament, and a win would be you know huge for them. And since they already beat them this season, I mean, obviously this is a win that you know, it should be kind of like they've seen them once, you know, and they obviously won that game. So what can they do the same against them, and what can they do better? Obviously, you can see how you played against the team and see your weaknesses against them and then, you know, change a little bit or just keep it the same if everything looked good. And this game looked like they played pretty good. Well, well, that kind of works uh, both ways since uh, Auburn, yeah, Auburn has you know, seen can... Williamsville as well. So definitely going to be some adjustments made. By Auburn, they did lose 52-37 to 37 in that first uh, meeting between the two teams. So do you think that Auburn maybe comes out with a little more heat in this one? Yeah, I mean, they can definitely come out with more aggression if they know that they're, they already lost once to them. They can possibly, you know, change a few things, and they can get themselves in a better position for this game rather than what happened last time. You know, and I think uh, one thing that you notice, no matter what team you are, when you're playing Williamsville the first time, is that everything kind of works around Maddie Roberts. Maddie yeah. Roberts is going to run the floor. She's going to get a lot of things done for the Lady Bullets. But also, I want to look for a, a big contribution from Brittany Walters in this game. Um, and Olivia Fandel. Olivia Fandel, she's looked solid this year. She's been a good leader, a senior on this team so how important is it that Williamsville spreads the ball out on Thursday night Kyle well it definitely yeah. it definitely helps when you spread the ball out because you know more people get involved more yeah. people get in the I rhythm agree. more people play harder on the defensive side when they're in the when they're in the rhythm on the offensive side it translates and uh it's definitely good to get more people involved in the game because if one person takes every single shot then the other people will get frustrated and they won't play as hard. So definitely good to spread the ball out, and um, it's good for everybody in the, at the end of the day. Yeah, I was just going to say that when you don't focus as much and you got to focus on three, you know, two, three players, you know, maybe you have one standout player and that they don't have to double team all the time. You know, they can spread their best defenders out. Uh, it definitely helps to get the ball to Maddie a little bit more. In that case, she is your prime scorer. Williamsville right now sits at 12 and 5 on the season. They are 4 and 2 in the Sangmo Conference, putting them in third place. Uh, their only losses in the Sangmo have been to Pleasant Plains and Porta. So, two solid teams in the Sangamo there. 
going to be a fun county tournament for them the rest of the way. It's going to be exciting to see how they do. But now we will switch gears over to the boys basketball team. We have a lot to cover with them. Uh, let's take a start with the county tournament for the boys. Um, they played uh, New Berlin first off, and they suffered a close loss, even though it was 50-47. to 47. But I think that New Berlin, they got off to a really hot start, and Williamsville had trouble kind of keeping themselves into it. And then late, well, at first in the second half, it really looked like Williamsville was back in, and the New Berlin kind of came out, and they were doing good. And then Williamsville really started to come back, and I think they even had it at least two points, or maybe even it was tied at one point. I don't yeah, really remember. Yeah, then New Berlin got some separation at the end, and then a few, and free throws really just closed that one out. And it was a tough loss to start out the tournament. Yeah, I was there for that game. Uh, yeah. Taking a look at it, Williamsville did not score for the first six and a half minutes of that game. Yeah, that was and, rough. Uh, that's that's a rough start for any basketball team, but when you've got a team like the Bullets who kind of want to get rhythm early so they're able to slow down the offense and uh, kind of pick out their shot, uh, that's, that's definitely not the ideal start. And they weren't even bad shots that the Bullets were taking. They were good shots, open looks, and they'd get halfway in and then kick back out. So a rough night shooting for them, but Nathan, you are right. They did come out in the second half. Yeah, they uh, did come out pretty good. Kind of, kind of start to take it to New Berlin, but New Berlin they were able to yeah, fend it were, off. Yeah, uh, they were. Lucas Bixby, he was a big time player for them that night. Uh, and Gannon Dodd, yeah. they they were big for the New Berlin Pretzels. But man, that fourth quarter, Williamsville goes in down eleven. You're not sure how the bullets are yeah, gonna look. They did go down eleven, and then they. Yeah, it was. I think I think they got within two at one point, and then I, yeah. I don't know if they ever really tied the game. They yeah. they did get within two, and uh, in New Berlin, uh, they, they kind of had some shaky free throw shooting in that fourth quarter, and Williamsville did a great job taking advantage in that department. Uh, they were able to get some steals, get some buckets, take them to the line. If New Berlin doesn't make anything at the line, or if New Berlin does make those early free throws, it's. It's a completely different game, but just a just a great way to play it out till the end for Williamsville. Yeah. Um I think they started off the game 0 for ten from three. And that's that's a rough start. That's not a really good start to your first county game. You know, that doesn't get your confidence up. But they they, they fired back in the second half and they, they made a good comeback. Yeah. And some and, clutch threes by Yeah. Um and I will say, Gannon Dodd is a really good player. He jumps really high and can shoot the three, but he's he's not a great free throw shooter. He act he he missed a lot of free throws in the fourth quarter, and that's that's definitely not good of your best player. Um, but if you were worried about the Williamsville Bullets' confidence, I think they found their confidence on the twelfth. Uh, they beat Lutheran seventy to thirty three, and uh, I. The bench, they came in and, and they put up a lot of points on Lutheran too. Uh, and, you know, Lutheran had been battling COVID. And, uh, you know, you, you certainly don't want to see a team succumb to that kind of late. Uh, Lutheran was didn't have their head coach that night. But nonetheless, that, that was a great win for Williamsville, you know, kind of come out uh, and just score after the night that they had before where they couldn't really get anything going from the first quarter. Yeah, that was a really good momentum change. And I know we'll get into the next game that they play in the county tournament, but I think that uh, uh, Lutheran, that game really got their offense. You know, they could work even when, you know, obviously Lutheran, maybe they weren't, they were down and maybe they weren't the best. But I think that uh, 
Williamsville really was able to get their offense really going, and that set them up for the next game that I'm sure we'll roll right into. We will roll right into that next game. And the next game, nobody really expected to see it on the consolation side of things because Athens came in as one of the top seed. And the beauty about tournaments is the upsets that you get. Calvary bumped Athens to the uh, consolation bracket. And, man, we got one heck of a matchup. Beautiful game. Yeah, I wish I would have went to that it was, one. It was actually. one of the best Williamsville games I think I've ever seen. It was double overtime. Um you Double know, overtime, trash talk, clapping I mean, at benches, all kinds of yeah, stuff. It was it was fantastic. It, you can never go wrong with an Athens Williamsville matchup. It, you really can't. You can't they, ever. Go they wrong. hate each other historically, and it's always a good game every time they play. And, and you know, Nathan, uh, it it always used to feel like kind of Williamsville Pleasant Plains, Athens Pleasant Plains. That was one of yeah. the, like the top rivalries yeah. in the conference. And I'm not saying that they still aren't, but definitely when you talk for about best rivalry for in the sure. Sangamon, I'd say right now Williamsville and Athens yep. definitely. Are. Yep, Got absolutely. It. it is Williamsville and Athens is the biggest rivalry. I would say. Yep, I'd say. And uh, I I had to laugh while I was listening to the radio broadcast because. The radio broadcaster, Brian Lindsay, had just fouled out of the game. And, uh, you know, all yeah. you hear before the free throws is Jake Siemens certainly uh, giving Brian Lindsay an earful after that yes. foul. So the trash talk definitely makes the game more intense. Um, but just a great win for Williamsville. And earlier in the season, when Athens was undefeated, Williamsville was able to knock them off on their home court, you know. So that was definitely something fun to be a part of. I was in the student section for that one. Had a great time there. But, you know, you kind of thought, is Athens going to come out? And was this kind of going to be a revenge game? And correct me if I'm wrong, but Athens was up late in the fourth quarter. Um, And then Williamsville got some steals, got some points, and just a completely different game. So I think that that's one of the best games that Williamsville has played this season. Kind of showed you... How fast they can score and how fast they can turn around the game. And then, you know, consolation championship. Williamsville certainly came out and took it to Riverton, winning 54 to 19. And guys, this late in the season, that was Riverton's first conference game of the year. Uh, Wow. That's late for first conference game. The night before I was talking to Riverton's uh, head coach, Matt Mead, and he, he said that he kind of likes the sprint down the stretch of Sangamo Conference play. So, uh, But that was definitely kind of a welcome to the conference moment for the Riverton Hawks. and For him. It's his first for, season. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was about to say, I think it is his first. Doesn't Athens have a new head coach, I believe? Too? Yeah, yeah okay. they do. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, Riverton, you know, obviously with the score like that, 54-19, to 19, that's not how you want to go, but... For on on the reverse here, uh, Williamsville obviously once again, that just shows how much that they have played this conference tournament, and they have they got three straight wins in the conference tournament, and obviously the Athens one was the biggest. Yeah, so definitely a great showing in the county tournament for the Williamsville Bullets. Uh, but it it is also to note that Williamsville will finish their season out against Riverton. Uh, Riverton was without Zach Hines for most of that game, so he'll definitely make a difference for the Riverton Hawks, but, you know, a great showing in the county tournament for the Williamsville Bullets. And then, you know, they go to Bloomington, and they see some a little bit different competition. They take on Bloomington Central Catholic to open. Lost that one 63-45, so a, a tough game there, but 
Then this Williamsville team, they bounce back and they beat Farmington. Farmington, yeah. Uh, who sits at 15 and 6 on the season. So they've looked solid this season. A good win for them to kind of close out the first day of games in Bloomington for them. Uh, have the team head home. They do not play on the uh, Sunday. Team heads up, you know, stays at the Holiday Inn in Bloomington. Has a great time that night. And then the next day. <laughs> They go out to play Q and D. They lose that game fifty-five to thirty-nine, and just just kind of a tough game for Williamsville there. Uh, yeah. Q and D. They had the size. Yeah, uh, I was about and, to say. And I it think, felt like everything was dropping. Yeah, it really seems on. like Quincy was just a little bit more physical in this game. Just maybe had a little bit mu- too much for our lower guys. So I think that that's pretty much what happened there. That score definitely reflects that. So you know, they saw some great competition. In Bloomington, uh, it's it's gonna make them better as the season goes on. Definitely, two of those games not the results that you would have wanted in Bloomington, but I'm not sure if that's anything to hang your head on if you're the Williamsville Bullets who played some really solid competition. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and they play Maroa tonight. I yeah, believe, at Maroa. That game is starting soon. Yeah, they and play Maroa tonight, so now. we're not we're not really gonna get into that game since it will have already happened. We will get into it on the live pregame show before the Bullets game on Friday against Porta. Um, but guys, let's kind of get into this Porta matchup now. I've seen Porta play. They took on the JV team. They did play on the JV team. And I thought our JV team, you know, they battled a little bit. But I think Porta, once again, had a, for our JV team, had a little bit too much with the size. Definitely that's what was happening. Yeah, they, they had some big guys on Porta's team, but... I think that Williamsville, the varsity side, they're much better yeah, equipped to handle that. They've got yeah, Sam they, McCoy. They've they, got Hunter, Hunter Riley, Riley down yeah, low. That's, that's definitely. And I thought, you know, pretty much on the JV team, it's Jacob, and uh, then you get just got to kick it out. And you, they, we obviously our JV team's heck of a three point shooting team, and that's where we get a majority of our points. Um, but uh, down low, our varsity team obviously just has a lot more uh, as far as that goes. But Maroa and. Uh, Williamsville, I think that, uh, well, I guess Moreau and Williamsville, I think Williamsville, obviously. Uh, Moreau's got a little bit of a better record here, but uh, this is a good conference game. And then Porta, uh, if our varsity team uh, is able to win there, I believe that will actually skirt up a little bit, maybe one to get into the top five in the conference, I believe, if we get both those wins. Who's number one in the conference? Yeah, right now. Uh, it's Plains. That's number one in the conference. Right now, Williamsville sits at a 2-1 and one conference record. They're sixth in the Sangamo, sixth. but they, they've still got a lot of games yeah, they played to go North in the Sangamo Mac. conference. Um, they play New Berlin on February 1st for a conference game. North Mac on, Friday, on January 28th, so a week from this Friday. That game's at home. New Berlin's at home. They play Riverton and Auburn again. Yep, Riverton at home, and then uh, Auburn to close out the season on the 17th of February. That's an away conference game, but the next four conference games for Williamsville will be at home. So, you know, do, do you think that there could be some home court advantage for Williamsville? Oh, absolutely, especially against New Berlin and Porta, and North Max no slouch either, but I think that New, New, or, yeah, New Berlin's definitely a big game because obviously we saw them on a neutral site and we lost by three and at home what 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 do we make up there and if they get out to a good start Williamsville does and that can make all the difference in a game like that 
I'd, I'd love to see a big showing from the WHS student section. Uh, they, they looked pretty good against Illini Central. Uh, just just kind of want to see them keep that going, uh, build some momentum for our boys' basketball team because they've, they've got a pretty solid stretch of games coming up. Uh, yeah, they do. And, and it's going to make them better going into their regional and sectional and Mm-hmm. in the postseason as that goes on because it feels like Williamsville has a very wide open subsectional and once again we will get into that kind of as the date draws near but guys I think that that is going to do it for this edition of the Williamsville Wire uh, you guys have any final remarks? I don't think so I think this team's grown a lot and we'll hopefully see them at home we have a few more home games so the home crowd will get to enjoy them one last time before the playoffs start. Yep, just one final uh, announcement. Uh, the website's going to be up soon. New RSS feed, new places. Possible t-shirts are going to be coming out. We've got to get that all figured out. But thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with us through the break, and uh, we'll see you next week.